Welcome to Manufacture Monday, the newest series of the Lambo and Leroy Show, where we sit down with some of the top aftermarket automotive manufacturers to talk about their history of the company and what's new and what's coming out. As always, we appreciate you listening in. Whoa! Who knew I would make it this far? They hated, they never believed me. Boostane, Ian Lane. Yeah. We go we go pretty far back, back from when Boostane started. When yeah. um I mean correct me if I'm wrong anyway, feel free to fact check. We have fact checkers too, they'll chime in and let us know <laughs> okay. when we're good, wrong. Good, good. Um but we, our relationships started when you were one of the SEMA new candidates, right? One of the, um, you launch went on pad. A, yeah, the launch, launch pad. Launch pad competition. Yeah. 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 So I, basically my, my segue into the automotive aftermarket was, uh, my professor telling me about a show out in Vegas that I need to go check out and. I tried out for the Launchpad competition, which is kind of like the the Shark Tank of, it is of for SEMA, SEMA. Uh, and ended up winning that thing. And next thing you know, I'm on, uh, you know, I'm sitting in sitting on a couch with you, buddy. I'm right. I mean, so <laughs> did you know when you won that Launchpad that it was going to put you out in the industry? But were you aware of how many volunteer hours you're going to have to put into SEMA? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had had no idea how many unbillable hours yeah. I was going to be putting into SEMA. But no, I mean, I get everything. I think you get it all back uh, pretty pretty tenfold. Uh, the relationships, I get to meet friends that I've had for forever. And I mean, you know, we we bonded over offshore powerboat racing, a hundred percent, which is such a not a you know. There's so much racing in our industry, but I don't think uh, offshore powerboat racing really gets it. Uh, it's it's everybody. I mean, it's yeah. a sliver. I mean, it might, I mean, it might be a point zero 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 one percent. And to you and I, it's like probably one of the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like it's uh, the most wild, the most coolest. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he ran, you ran a, um, like you ran for a record, right? Yeah. 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 So I've, I've done a few publicity stunts, uh, <laughs> in, in my day to kind of prove that boostane is a real, you know, a real fuel additive out there that can make real octane, real power, all that yeah. good stuff. So we decided to attempt the world record of Key West to Cuba and back. Uh, Rad. and it was, it, <laughs> yeah. and to date That's myself awesome. a little bit, it was the Obama administration. It was like, all right. Uh, you know, they kind of like dropped some sanctions. It's like, this is our shot. We got this little window. We're going to do it. But the fuel in Cuba is terrible. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, so, and we were running two 1650 pro charged, wow. like big wow. blocks and Race like yeah. making big, big power. Um, and we're like, well, we're running a lot of compression. We need to figure out the fuel on the way back. And I was like, boosting. We got this. Yeah, like, like, this, this is, this is, this is the greatest publicity stunt ever. Uh, and then we, you know, we did some stuff with a lot of the classic cars in Cuba. So um, that was a really cool experience. What boat was it in? It was a, a 40 skater. Nice. So, <laughs> kind of an older skater, too. It was a little sketchy. But the technology's still rad. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. it wasn't a full canopy, right? It was not a full canopy. And you were averaging probably 100, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, we were on pace to, I think we were on pace to get the record. And then we, we, the crazy thing is, is there's no way to tell how bad the chop's going to be once you get off, no. off, you no, know, you have offshore. No idea, yeah. You're going to get beat on. And, and we, we killed it on the way back or killed it on the way down, you know, party had a good time in Havana, yeah. which is great. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, uh, we were bombing back and we're like, holy shit, we might actually do this thing. And we hit a bunch of chop and it was, 
you know, we ended up losing a motor and kind of limped back. But I think we were still like 14 or 18 minutes off the pace. Wow. And what was your total run time? Uh, so it's a, it's, it's a little, everybody says 90 miles to Cuba. I think it was technically to go from Harbor to Harbor is like a little over a hundred. Um, so we were, we were going to be right around two hours is what we were going to do. Wow. So we Unreal. Were, yeah, we were, we were, I mean, I'm not good enough at math to throw the numbers out there, yeah, but that's yeah. quick. Yeah. hundred <laughs> miles an hour. We were going to yeah. do a hundred, hundred. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were ripping, we were scooting. So, and so, time. how did the boosting products help with the fuel situation in Cuba? Yeah, you know, anybody anybody that knows uh, about you know performance is probably probably understands that if you're going to run some more compression, you're going to need higher octane fuel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's forced induction, right? Pro chargers, mm-hmm. superchargers, turbochargers. Um, we were running a lot of compression. We had good fuel in the States, but we realized we were going to burn all of the fuel getting down to Cuba. And the fuel down there is just such a low octane that we would have grenaded both motors. And were on you our way running back. pump gas in it? So we, we, we did pump gas to and from. Okay. So when we were in Key West, we filled with 93 and then we blended Boostane Marine to about, a hundred and six, hundred and seven, okay. which is okay. what we were. Put you in the safe mode. Yeah, put you. Yeah, it was enough for us plus a little extra. But then when we got down there, we had to basically recreate that fuel on the way back. So myself and wow. one of the other engineers kind of, we did a little bit of research before we went down there, and they call him the the Commodore. It's like whoever's in charge of the marina there. It was a pretty cool name. Uh, we kind of figured out what their octane was. And we figured out exactly what ratio we needed to run once we got down there. So we, we, we packed a bunch of uh, fuel in the sponsons and yeah, and we went down there, man. And then, then we filled the boxes with Cubans and came back. Yeah. <laughs> that that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, that is such an awesome story because I mean, like when you're running boats, I mean, in the water, anyone that's driven boats, I mean, you're a boat guy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the ocean is so unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. And you would like to believe that, okay, we're in our offshore boats and if you just go fast enough, you get on top of you're everything. So, you should yeah. jump them though. But, yeah. Yeah, but there's because so much at are, risk. Yeah. Like, seven feet, 10 feet, like these, they're giant rollers, just oh, yeah. giant rollers. Well, Cut. and so I mean, you're an enthusiast of all of this too and that's how you got, in, yeah. got into it because it was more of just... I want to just go to Cuba. I want to do this. I want to make the yeah. trip and then let's double down on it. Let's do this. And then yeah. it all just kind of came into place. But how did you create boosting? Like what, how did you start and how were you in school and how did you get yourself to the launch pad? Oh yeah. So, I mean, boosting, my old man was racing offshore power boats. He couldn't get, he couldn't get race fuel or high octane fuel to the dock for his races through the weekend and boats use a lot of fuel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the option was either pull the boat out and take it to oh, somewhere to fill out, pain in the ass. Yeah. Or we're trucking or we're wheeling barrels of fifty fuel gallon which is on, on like <laughs> also miserable. on a dock. Like <laughs> yeah. on a dock. Oh, no like, like the temporary dock hand, Yeah. <laughs> hand pumping it into the boat. Dude, <laughs> yeah. So sketchy. So um we tried other additives, realized that they really didn't stack up the way that we needed them to. Uh, and I was entering my last year at Georgia Tech to get my engineering degree. I needed a senior exit thesis. So I decided to put it on, put it against fuel. So 
Boostane, the original Boostane, which I tell everybody is Boostane Professional, but it was actually Boostane Marine. Oh, okay. Um, was developed specifically for uh, my old man's offshore powerboat team and some of his buddies. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, that was that was essentially where Boostane was born out of. That was in 2009. There was a few years where I lived in Panama and grew, grew watermelon. <laughs> no yeah, way. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So completely different. That's a completely different podcast. <laughs> Living near Columbia, growing watermelon, having a horse. And all I did was make Boostane for my dad and his buddies that were racing. And then when I realized that I was making more fuel than I was watermelon, I was like, I guess I need to move back to the United (laughs) States. And I started Boostane. And uh, my professor told me about SEMA. And I learned about the launch pad from Johnny Mill. Um, Uh Yeah. 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 Johnny Mill on the podcast at SEMA is really, really cool. Talk about his process with uh with all that too yeah yeah so. yeah he was he was the first launch pad winner yeah. with, with e-stop uh and then we went on the hot rod power tour together and he's like you should try out for launch pads so, nice that's yeah. awesome and then yeah then everybody gets woven together and then i realized that pretty much everybody knows everybody in this industry it's a small world and even smaller industry i know yeah. no for sure so been a hell of a ride. So now for people that are listening who aren't familiar with Boostane, like how would, you know, the normal daily driver person, you know, apply this to their vehicles and why would they want to? Yeah. So we, we have a, f- a few different products out there. There's, we have, we have a four ounce bottle. That's a Boostane shot. That's more for the guy who has a nicer car that maybe only can get 91 octane, yeah. which there's places in the country yeah. I hear um, <laughs> that would benefit uh, on hotter days that only have 91 octane. Um, and then we have the more performance fuels, our Boostane Professional, our Boostane Premium that are designed for the guys that um, have bought a tuner. Okay. Uh, and and have have kind of turned the timing up a little bit, or maybe bolted on some more stuff. Okay. Uh, or or even the JDMs and the Euro imports. You know the the BMWs, Mercedes, Porsche. They're designed around around slightly higher octane fuels. So if you can if you can offer that higher octane fuel, even at our pumps that only have a ninety one or a ninety three. Um, those vehicles and their stock table tunes will unlock and get you more performance. Right. And that's kind of like, that's kind of the segue into what our capabilities are. There's obviously the guys that are doing full rebuilds and putting bigger turbos on, running the yeah. boost up and doing all this other stuff that are going to need a hundred, 103, you know, these higher octane values that the only the only alternative besides boosting is to go out and buy drums of race fuel. Yeah, and then you're kind of stuck, not going too far away from your garage, yeah. or else you kind of get stranded yeah. without the fuel that you need. So if you have ninety three, how much octane will your products create on top of ninety three? Well, ninety three we can go anywhere from ninety four to as high as one sixteen. No way. Wow. So that's our claim to fame is that our what I developed in college was a chelated carrier that allows our stuff to be as efficient and kind of stable yeah. as it is. Um, I didn't reinvent the wheel. I just smoothed it out uh-huh. a little bit. It's kind of what I tell people. Um, and uh, essentially, 
that allows us to be very efficient at the lower octane values. So anything below 109 octane, we're actually going to be a more, not only a more convenient alternative, mm-hmm. but we're going to be a more affordable alternative versus our nice. race fuel. I was going to say, I mean, 110 right now is, I mean, here we're like nine, $10 a gallon. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's almost like the price per gallon with your booster which would probably be significantly less, yeah. right? Yeah. It will right at that 109, 110, depending on what the cost is at the pump um, that you're going to be blending with is going to be very close. That's kind of, so anything above 110 we start to be more expensive than race fuel. Yeah. Um, but we're just like a convenient, but you're more convenient. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you kind of have to attach a monetary value to that, but, uh, we have tons of guys that are tuned for 112, 114, 116. That'll keep a case of our stuff in their trunk just in case they get a little too far away. Right, and they're um, like, I got a limp home. Yeah. I'll do to, it. I'll do it with boosting just to get me home. Just to get home. I mean, they're not going to hot ride it around. You know, go yeah. Yeah. Just, pulls. just get home. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's get cool. home. But, um, but that whole, that whole thing is what kind of set me on the race fuel path. So this SEMA show, we just released uh, a, a very focused line of race fuels as no well. No way. And it's 110, it's wow. 116, uh, it's 109, it's E85, and then selfishly, I made a UTV 96 so I could race my own fuel. But um, See, that is so awesome. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the so new So you're selling like 5-gallon, 10-gallon jugs? I mean, how's that working? 5-gallon, 55-gallon. Cool. The big thing for us is I think we've figured out a, a pretty... Uh, a, a pretty competitive logistics program that will allow us to ship to your doorstep. Nice. So trying to eliminate, you know, those two, three hour drives to and from, you know, a place that you have to get race fuel from. It's always tough. Um, We've got some pretty good partnerships with some, some companies that are going to help us be able to bring race fuel to, to the That's masses. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Now, it's not just race fuel and octane booster, too. I mean, you have suffered diesel as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've got some diesel. Uh, we just released a new winter, a winter blend uh, that we're super excited about. Diesel's such a weird. Diesel guys are crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, they're so, like, race guys there's, there's are crazy. Two, there's I'm like, two types of diesel people, like the extreme and then the ones that strictly just tow. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, if, if I had to learn how to, you know, speak Italian to, to talk to gasoline folks, <laughs> I, it's like l- learning German. It's like yeah. talking to diesel guys. It's so... Different animal. Just a, yeah, it's just a different language. Um but it's it's all the same it's all the same philosophies uh it's just some different chemistry uh so yeah we you know so, people who bring race cars also drive diesels yeah, to drag true. them there yeah. Yeah, yeah so how can people buy boostane products like where are they going to go find these just go to our website boostane.com okay um pretty pretty straightforward uh we also have an app uh so you can download that in the the iOS store uh that actually it will do all the calculations for you mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, and we'll keep you up to date on what we're doing. So, so, so yeah. if you go through my catalog and you want to know what I do for fun, right? You just look at my applications and look what I offer stuff for. Yeah. And it tells you a lot about me personally. I was just going to say, you saw okay. UTV. So, clear, so clearly <laughs> you go through yours and it tells a lot about you. You're the oh, founder yeah. or the owner, yeah. the president done it all. So racing obviously was your background and now you're UTV racing. So yeah. tell us about it. What, oh. what are you racing now? Uh, Can-Am X3 just did a, actually was at the PRI show and got a phone call 
to go. They're like, we need you to drive a car in this endurance race. And I was standing around a bunch of other racers <laughs> at the performance race. I, know, I mean, I, it's the cool. It's one of the coolest calls. It's like being called into the Avengers. It was like <laughs> the Avengers. Like, You're like, sue me up. I was like, I mean, oh my god! Like if I had my race suit on under my shirt, I would have like torn it <laughs> off right there. But um, no, yeah. So he been been racing with a team out of Texas called Crown Off Road. Um, so you did that Texas enduro race, right? Yeah, that was just yeah. like it was what just like four weeks ago or something. Yep, I think. Yep. Yep. No, that. Uh, so you race at, at Texplex. Is this still around? Texplex isn't around. Okay, but there's there's a new track. Um, uh, a guy named Brian runs it. Uh, and runs a series called the Outlaw Series. Nice. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, and cool. it's they're trying to like dabble on the West Coast a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and they've got some big names that are racing out there. The the track itself is crazy. Brian does a pretty good job of like nice. just really making it uh uh you know it's technically challenging the endurance part through the woods he does a really good job of like working the track up for all the drivers I heard the enduro race was quite muddy oh my god dude i feel like i'm still digging it out of my ear <laughs> yeah it was uh it was wild man but it's an ultimate uh, equalizer too when it comes oh, down yeah. to Always, driver man. performance everything yep. like yeah. the fastest car isn't gonna win a race like that no it's like it really becomes driver and willpower and there's there's a few there was one kid there that i think in iron manned it like really? i still don't know how, how long did. is that race 12 hours holy crap 12 man. hours straight through straight through what a granted i think he's like 22 which i had a lot of energy at 22 <laughs> yeah. as well but um i mean mick schumacher was there nice the haas oh. f1 team he was racing no way uh, how he, fun, man. he was racing with the miller brothers which i thought was the Miller's got a good program. They seem like they got a pretty big program now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're actually going to be running our race fuel this KOH. year. And KOH. Nice. Yeah, we're going to be like kicking off. Technically, the the Boostane UTV 96 has only raced once, and it was at that tr that race. Nice. And I won with it. So technically, Boostane race fuel... At least the UTV is undefeated right now. Is undefeated right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd hey, like to be able to say, got it, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll say it. I'll say it. You know, <laughs> prove you know, me wrong. Right? Yeah, January twenty fourth. <laughs> we're we're still undefeated, at least for right now. But uh, um, no, it was it was cool seeing Mick walk around his helmet. That's awesome. Yeah. You could tell just by his helmet. I was like, that's an expensive helmet. I don't know who that is. <laughs> you can tell. I was like, he's going to go run is a race. Is that F1? I was like, holy fuck, that's Mick Schumacher. <laughs> that's amazing, man. How rad is yeah. that, though? Well, and all hardcore enthusiasts, I think, of racing can appreciate F1. Uh, uh, yeah. Although right now I really dislike F1 because it's really pissing me off because I wanted to go to the Vegas race and it's so damn it's expensive. Impossible. It's not even realistic. I'm like, now I dislike you F1, yeah. but I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, I did the uh, Miami one and it was, uh, it was really cool. And, you know, it was F1 with Miami sprinkled all awesome. through. It was just crazy. Unreal. Um, but I think the Vegas one's going to be uh, control too. Do you see some of the the deals that they were offering, like offering some of the hotel like, thirty grand or something for like the like the Bellagio? Yeah, they're, so they're building their own grandstands right by the because thing is Bellagio. So the city has certain areas that are allowed to build grandstands, but like they can't build it on Bellagio's property. So Bellagio yeah. has their own grandstands are coming in, like full suites they're building, yeah. like crazy hundred thousand dollar tickets. Uh, like there's there's apparently a package that you can buy because I I because I did the Miami one, they called like, yeah. hey, you want to get tickets? And I was like, yeah, 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 of course I do. Tell me what your packages are. Like, what's the range? And they're like, well. 
there, there's the poor person package, which is probably good for you. Which is like 10 grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there's, uh, apparently there's like one, I think Bellagio is offering, it's like 5 million. Oh. <laughs> it, I, people are going like, to buy it, man. It's so I like, crazy. I was like, 5 million, I better be able to take a lap in the car. 100%. Does it come with a car? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'll take last year's model. Jesus. I don't get it. Somebody's going to pay it. I Someone will absolutely pay it, for Someone, sure. You know, someone's just doing really well, and they need that write-off. Yeah. And they're like, there okay. it is. <laughs> like, there we that go. That makes Super Bowl tickets look super cheap now. I know. I know. Uh, someone just posted, uh, you actually had a whole suite for like $1.7 million or whatever it was, and it was like 17 people in a suite. I mean, that's not too bad. Look at that. Look at like, yeah, compared to five compared million. Compared to five million. million. <laughs> bargain. I know. It's a good deal. Man, that's a bargain. Well, awesome. Um, so you got the race field coming out. Are you going to be um, at King of the Hammers? Are you going to be racing there? I'll be at King of the Hammers. I will not be racing. I will be completely having my engineering hat on. I'm going to be supporting the Miller Brothers. They're going to be running our race fuel. Uh, Paul Wolf, uh, Kyle Cheney, the Crown Off-Road team. Nice. They're all going to be running running the boostane race fuel um so yeah i'm just gonna be engineering the whole time and working, be out there working, to support working. people yeah yeah nice. i'd love to do it well next time you get that call and yeah. you're not able to do it just forward the call to me <laughs> yeah i can do that dude <laughs> I'll do it. oh man honestly i was looking for a nav the whole time so i should have <laughs> oh, given man. you a call. i'm a horrible passenger let <laughs> <laughs> me throwing up over there in a bag just <laughs> arguing the whole time yeah yeah. I'll, yeah I'll put my son in there instead he's i mean the problem is i want to go race off so we just sold my son race car he raced the short course and raced you know the work series oh, yeah. Yeah. everything over here and it was like i didn't realize how emotional i was going to be once it was sold and so what i learned from the experience so far it's only been like maybe four days since i sold it i you know i was almost like tearing up like oh my gosh like that we're gonna race again yeah and um we want to race uh I don't want to race oh, desert. I want to do some desert yeah. racing. Ooh, that's I've always wanted to do it my awesome. whole life, yeah. but then I always felt bad, you know, and didn't want to make, I, I don't know if I had enough friends to go do it, but you always bring all your friends out and make them go sit in the middle of the desert and, yeah. wait, and wait for you to go, go by. But you know what? I'm ready to put my friends in that position. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> to offer it to them. Yeah. Why well, always see you dune bashing and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, we spend a lot of time in the dunes. Yeah. I and mean, that's our, that's my getaway. Go out there and drive and that's cool. Just, yeah, rip around the dunes are so much fun because you can never go on the same ride twice it's always a different ride there's so many dunes well, the dunes are always the, changing the dunes always change yeah, like really. you cannot ever hit the same line you might hit variations of it yeah. but you can never have that same ride it's new every single time you go out yep interesting it's, it's just much like the water right yeah. that's why I like yeah. boats the water is never the same it's never the same conditions the road's always changing it's yeah. always changing yeah. and I think that's why I love water and sand so much because it's you have to drive the stuff you do have to drive for sure until that's you get pretty a cool. freaking yeah. Pennington pontoon you don't have to drive shit and I and hate it. let it go I mean it's bitching I love everything about it but it's like I want to go get like the 22 little you know little Daytona or yeah. pickle pork with twin out drags on the back just to go drive a boat because you yeah. gotta drive that thing yeah, yeah you gotta drive the shit out of it yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool that's why I do mess around my jet man my jet was so much fun to drive because like dude it was a 19 foot flat bottom jet like dude it was just like raw, raw, and you're just you're riding the waves the whole time yeah, trying to get over, over and over didn't pay attention to the water oh, you you're gonna die you're yeah, yeah. 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 You, yeah you crack your boat in half yeah exactly <laughs> so wild oh man that's awesome well cool well cool. we got a short amount of time thank yeah. you um, 
Uh, what are your socials? Where can people find your information on you? Everything we go. Uh, Boostane World uh, Instagram. You're gonna find everything there. Okay. Look cool. us up on Facebook, Boostane, uh, and then I'm I'm sprinkled all over there. So yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't suggest giving out your personal Instagram. Like we have, it, we're blowing up. You might get oh, yeah. you might a get, ton of followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a lot right. of DMs. <laughs> so the DMs are blowing up right there. Directed to Boostane. Wow. Sliding. All right. Dan's sliding right yeah, there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Already on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right thanks, man. We're out next. Who knew I would make it this far? They hated, they never believed me. Yeah, I would never drop the ball. I know I make it look easy. Yeah, Mayweather with the defense. I don't care what a critic got to say. I got them picking up the pieces. Yeah.